This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Happy second. Oh, Diva. Ha! No, I'm going to start. <laughs> are you ready? Meepo, are you ready? That's I, what I'm talking to. Yeah, 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 I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. That's okay. so horrible. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? Mm. Now you can scream. Hi, it's me, Meatball. And I'm Big Dipper. This is Sloppy Seconds. Yes! We have a very special guest. We have guest. a very, very special guest who was one of the first people to book me on a, a gig that wasn't in LA. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, I went and did one of his comedy shows in San Francisco. Oh, and, sickening. Um, well, I, I learned to love Meatball early on, but I will say I learned to love your professionalism because you were broken and you were you did it in a, on a walker and in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> is the dark days. Okay, but let's say your name first. Okay, so oh, he's, he's a stand-up, a writer, an actor, all things true. The co-host of the Gay Power Half Hour. Yeah. And your Twitter Twitter bio says you're the gay worst friend, which I think is funny. That's fun. Oh, thanks. It's a fun well, joke that you're doing. I'm, I am trying at all points to make people laugh, even in the smallest details. And it's exhausting, I think, for me and for some people. So <laughs> when the closest to me, yes. uh, the people the closest to me are like, it never turns off. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, no, but that's the fucking point. Um, can we swear on this yes, sloppy no, seconds podcast? Also, this is Casey Lie. We still have not said your name. I was name. getting ready Wait. for it. You know what I was going to say is what do people say? Ga- ga- guys and gals and uh, nine binary pals. Oh. Have you ever yeah, heard that? I hate that. What do you What do you want to say? I just say everybody. Hey everybody! Hey, everybody. It's Casey Lai. Like, hey you fucks! <laughs> That's Thank the you. new one. That's the new one. Hey you fucks! I think that I think I love fucks because hey, it's gender non specific. Fucks! <laughs> and you don't. It's one of those words. It's a German word. I'm assuming because it ends in a K. And um, <laughs> and and those words are less. Okay. Uh, you know, like as a, the Romantic languages all have A's and O's at the end and vowels, oh. and so you have to switch them up if you're going to be gender specific. But you can call anyone any old cuck a fuck. <laughs> wow. And there we have you it. You old cuck of fun. Yeah. Wait, so we've worked together, but how do you know Big Dipper? It, it's weird. It is weird. Yeah. It, we met in college when we were both living in London 
doing like study abroad. We went to different colleges what and we going? ended up in the same flat in London. That well, was I mine. didn't live there. Oh, I, that's right. But you, you were the gay best friend to the girls. There were four girls who were living. It was, it, it, you know, there's like those housing scams and study abroad programs uh-huh. where like some landlords like, oh yeah, I have three rooms. We can house 18 yeah. uh, United States uh, students. Yeah. yeah. And so it was like, oh, this one big room with four bunk beds in it oh, that God. these girls all lived in. Oh God. And we would go over over and hang out at the house and Casey lived there and I actually when I first met you no, fuck? no, oh, no. I I had a crush oh, on I you I had like a weird <laughs> crush on you because thanks you were thanks, <laughs> thanks that it was weird thanks yeah, that yeah. it was a weird it didn't crush need an couldn't adjective, just be a normal Dan. crush no I will tell you this it was weird because we interacted like three times, yeah. but purely by the fact that you were like gay. Yeah. And when you were in London, you were like going out to gay bars. Yeah. I think I went to one or two gay bars the entire time I was in London because I was still really sort of self-conscious and I wasn't really sexually active or anything. That's interesting. I mean, I I, I was in school in um, rural New Hampshire. And so this was my one time in four years to live in a place that was uh, uh, ferociously gay. And so, and I was with a bunch of squares. You were on a theater program. Right. I was in a poli sci program. Oh. And so what? I was with people who were funny and smart, but not cool. You know, like I was cool enough at that time to recognize that nerds were cool. I didn't need, you know, Marvel comics to tell me that that was the case and everyone right. was cool if, no matter what they believed. <laughs> you know, these were nerdy people who were into politics and I was, so I was there. But um, I was also like, I am going, before I go head back into the woods for the next year and a half, I'm going to G-A-Y as many N-I-G-H-T's as I can. I literally Uh, did not go, like there was like a gay pub up the street from my little apartment and I went there like twice then we went to one nightclub once I was like what the fuck and then I haven't been back to London me neither as an adult person I'm like why it was so dumb I was 21 years old mm-hmm. I was a Y'all junior in college did not take advantage exactly. well, we could, I mean we well, but also at London is incredibly expensive yeah. I didn't have true, true, true. I didn't have cash I was literally like my school was full like I you know I'm not gonna say that I, I wasn't like extremely privileged growing up in so many ways but I also went to school Tell with like about your poor no, life. no we will but I'm <laughs> saying is, is like I was also there with like a Polish princess and like like all of these like people who had like cash and so they were all doing things like funded and I was like cooking tofu at home and going into gay bars. I'm a tofu gal. She's a vegetarian. I know. I'm no, just I I cook whatever. This isn't the point. I cook. I'll eat meat, but I just don't want to buy it. <laughs> uh, I won't buy meat or do it. But this is not the point. Anyway, we met in London. Yeah, I feel like that's interesting. And it, I, we could get into. But it the internet is so weird because like we became friends on Facebook and then I would like watch your life and honestly I watch I, you too. But I feel like. We we interacted like four we times, five times. But then, and then I was like, "Oh wait, he does stand up." Oh wait, and like, were you ever in New York? Stand up came a lot later. I never lived in New York, but I was in New York a ton. Got it. Because I, I moved, I, I moved after college pretty quickly with a quick stint in Vegas for work. I were, I moved to San Francisco. Vegas, they just yeah. called me. You want to go to the Chicken Ranch? I do want to go to the Chicken Literally, Ranch. Literally, I just got a phone call it's, that was like, "Hi, I'm a VIP host from Las Vegas. Can I talk to Dan?" And I was like. Um, hello, like, what are you doing? And they were like, they were like, you should come to Vegas. And I was like, oh, are you, do you want to pay me to, like, is this a booking? Yeah, what was, I was it? Like, and he was like, oh, what? You want to come work on the chicken ranch? And then he hung up on me. Ooh. 
All right. And I said, yeah, give me that cock ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, give me that cock Also, ranch. VIP in Vegas doesn't mean very important person. It means Vegas important person. And that's <laughs> a complete... A completely different thing. Uh, but I worked there. My first job out of college when I was still trying to be respectable, okay. um, I got a job. My first job actually out of college was working on the Hillary Clinton campaign in 2008. Okay. Change the world. Yeah. Uh, and the, she was a queen until things got racist. And um, like I honestly did not love, I was like working for it in real, and it was she was up against Obama in the beginning. You know, I was like, Who's this, who, who does he think he's, he's going to be president? And then I realized, I was like, who does this bitch think she is? And I mean, I still have respect for her, but in the end, by the by, the, instead of moving on to other states and working, um, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore for a variety of reasons. So I moved to San Francisco to um, really just to do, to be gay. And I and and the only other thing in college that I was doing outside of like government was I was in an improv and sketch group, and so I knew c- comedy was there somewhere. Um, and so I moved to San Francisco, started doing it, and then um, you know slowly put things on the internet to lure you in for this moment where we can finally kiss. And then, <laughs> uh, not all that. And then, um, and yeah, and then, and things have been going well. And then I met uh, Meatball um, here because I had seen you on a comedy show, and you were like the first drag queen down here who I saw on a comedy show. Oh, something right. that, like Caitlin Gilbuck or Caitlin something like Gale. that. Yeah, and uh, Bobcat. Yeah. Okay. Bobcat. And how many months had you been doing drag? Probably not Two, long, three. Not and very how long. horrible was your makeup? Probably very bad. <laughs> Probably very bad. But very my bad. best friend and drag queen at the time was Tony Soto, so I didn't notice. Yeah. Still <laughs> one. Still one. Well, also, that is your podcast host, yeah. the co host, Tony yeah. Soto, who we'll be yeah. having on later. Yeah, let's talk about my your dearest, podcast. Dearest, what? dearest Judy. Let's talk about that podcast because, as you were just saying, I didn't know that you had a history in poli side, which makes a lot of sense because on the Gay Power Half Hour, yeah. y'all get very political sometimes. Yeah. And you're very does, smart. Yeah. Thank you. I does love that, this podcast. Does that ever get. Oh. <laughs> I hate you. You have an ugly butt. Thank you. Does that. Um, <laughs> do you remember when your ex boyfriend said that to you? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I for, you told. And I have been working on my butt ever since. I know. And I feel really good about what kind squats. Of squats? He's been, you look great, he by looks the way. Thank you very great. much. You really I look saw snatched. you in that Speedo. Thank you. you. Where? I'm on his Facebook. I guess I've just unfollowed now that we met in real life. I'm <laughs> Well, and I will say, and I won't go into uh, that time we hung out in San Francisco, Dan, and you were off to go meet someone. Oh, and then you that go, is literally and you go, don't, he goes, he's about to come. And I just want to say real quick, I know we don't know each other that well, but don't judge me based on this person. <laughs> I was like, did you see the car that I, I got into? Exactly, I know. Uh, yeah, and that I know where man, you went to. We went to a um, like rent no. rent by the hour jacuzzi it's place. It's called the Van Ness Hot Tubs, and I used to live right around the corner from and it. And the what? guy took me there, and we went in. Oh my god! This is all coming back to me. Just is a hot tub. It's yeah, like a hot and a tub, bed, and, and like a, a weird bed. And a sauna. It is for exactly what it follow, is. I, you followed through with this man. So it's a non-public bathhouse, essentially. Like it's a rent by the hour. It's for and straight. For, it's for straight hookups too. Right. That's, yeah. There were yeah, like when we were walking in. There were straight locked. couples like leaving. Right, exactly. It's not like anyone could go. <laughs> yeah, in. there isn't a hole in all the doors. This man like talked to me about his dead partner and like that oh. this was like his first sort of like like he was just getting back out there with like intimacy and like we got in the hot tub. I, I fucked him on the little bed. Yeah, it was it truly was like a minivan psycho. that pulled up. Oh yeah. <laughs> was there a car seat in the back? No, but when we talked That's about later, you know I was like, yeah. where do you? <laughs> You're like that made three kids. They made yeah. three kids. That dick worked. Yeah, <laughs> um, like it doesn't matter, but it just like when someone is like potent and not impotent, you can taste it. Yeah, <laughs> you can 
feel it. It's in the juice. Gotta, it's in the juice. It's in the juice, yeah, and you gotta get uh, Ooh, that some was a floss. baby I ate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but that's amazing. Yes, and I hope you didn't judge me after I, that. I mean, he I, clearly I, did. No, I didn't. Look, no, look, he I, saw me drive away, and then he started doing squats on no, the street. Ha, well, because I was still in the throes of a breakup with someone who told me I had uh, an ugly butt. Because here I was. Look, I have a lot of meat back there, but I didn't. It hadn't been like shaped. Shaped, and I just assumed that it Toned. didn't. You know, it didn't need it. And then, and then all of a sudden, it got. I mean, I don't want to bring up my relationship. That's a year and a half ago, and I. I know um, I brought it up. I'm sorry. No, you did. I but just it's thought funny. that was a very funny story. Because like you forgot about it. Meatball didn't. He mentioned it three times as you were coming I, over I, here. I, I was it. like, it's the funniest story ever because it's like the weirdest what? insult and worse. to say. To, and, and so like, specific. Yeah. And it's he knew like it was a direct attack. Yeah. Because like if someone were to say that about my butt, it's like. Come on now. You're yeah. also done. You're like, we're breaking up. Oh, by the way, you have an ugly butt. Yeah, we're you know, just the breakup the breakup wasn't good. And I wanna say that I have I do no longer have an ugly butt. You have a butt. great butt. I have a great That'll butt. be the picture for I'm this. I'm getting a episode. yoga butt. Your butt. It's just his butt. That's fine. I'm sure that I sent it to one now of you. Now putting on, on sunglasses right Well, now. I'm uncomfortable. What's grinder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how is grinder? Do you enjoy that? Um uh, is it still a mess? Does anyone enjoy it no. no, and here's my tea on it. I was just talking to someone about it last night. I was like, I don't want to be Tell one of those people the that's team, always man. on those apps because I always see the same people on yeah. it, and I'm like, that's sad that it's that's all still the same people. And then I'm like, I'm one of those people. I'm aware of these yeah. apps, and it's sad. Like, I'm like, none of them are finding anybody or I doing anything. I don't know anything. that it's sad because you also don't know, like, I don't know their tea, right? Because they I'm could have like, found someone and yeah, I be dating someone directly or... involved with people who like want like relationships and are like consistently doing that and I'm like maybe this if you're still on here looking solely it's not right. always the right place to look for it's that. not no. probably the best but place. I think the problem is is where do you look for a relationship because I that, go that's out. a question yeah but I go out too and I don't I don't know um uh, it's just where to go but but going out means like drinking and, and hanging out and so it's like I, I feel like those connections are hard I'm not yeah. saying grinder is a place to find a relationship no. I'm not saying Sounds I like have a healthy relationship <laughs> with grinder but <laughs> But what I am saying is that, I, but what I do know is now after a year and a half, especially out of a very long term relationship, that was like had a, very, a lot of highs and lows and meant a lot. That, um, um, but ultimately was the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I um, now am in this place where I feel very grounded and want to get back into one, but I also don't want to um, uh, rush into a dumb one. I know very much yeah. what I want. And that's I very, smart. I know very much what I don't want, and that's really helpful for and sure. The too. minute you see a red flag, you can now be like, "Nope, well, exactly." exactly. And, like, and like early on, and I, you know, I said this is Dipper kind doesn't of a have joke. That ability. Well, but I was like, to, when with my first part, especially if you're cute and you had dimples and like you laughed at a joke, I would um, cut down a forest of red flags to <laughs> to, 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 to date. I was a lumberjack uh, when it came to problematic um, uh, relationships, and so it was just, it just what it was. But now I'm like, I mean, you know, we're also. I, mean, I feel ugh, like an adult now in a yeah. lot of ways, you know? That's what I was about to get to. I was like, I guess, like you had said, uh, what do you do to go out to meet people? You can't just go out and drink and do all that. It's like, yeah, I guess now my friends are talking about like their gay sports leagues that they're in to like oh. meet people well, I'm not and that doing stuff like that. Adult. And I was like, I'm not that gay. Yeah. I, you will not catch We're me at a fucking softball. Yeah. <laughs> no. I don't need like an activity to start talking to people. Exactly. And also, you know, like real talk, it's also different to meet someone like you travel a lot. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you have commitments. You have things you have to do. Yes. You go to clubs and dress like a monster. True. Like yes. you can't, you know, do a Tuesday, Thursday dodgeball yeah. league. Like there are other ways that right. you do have to meet people. And but I, I also think it's like. If you meet someone on Grinder, you're going to meet a person who wants to meet someone on Grinder. But you're going to meet a person, and I think that like, <laughs> but but how about this? What do you well, mean? How about, well, how about this? But this is what I mean. This is what I mean. Like a person who is as complex for a variety of right. reasons. Because I'm there. You're not going to meet a thumbnail. And I yeah. know that I'm not some messed up craven whore. Yeah. Um, no judgment. Um, but direct eye contact. With <laughs> you. I was like, Excuse no, me. no, no. I just if meant I in meth, general. I'd have a better I just meant it out to, like all, to all the cuck fucks out there. Your listeners. You know, I was like, I don't, I don't, um, I don't. Our listenership are not cuck fucks there, but boy, hi, but boys. But that seems very gender specific. Um, no, just in oh, your in your can... small minded way, a butt boy has to be a man. You are actually so correct, and I'm sorry Who to the all poli-sci of the major butt boys now? out there on the gender fluid spectrum. I love you for you. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this so is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. 
Um, but uh, on Grinder, there's people, and so this is what. So like, you look. I've met. I've met. I've met good people. Also, all of uh, most of my good gay friends before Los Angeles were men that I had had sex with from various ways, and we just decided the sex was one thing, but we enjoyed each other's company. Do you ever hop friends. back into the sex with any of them? Uh, uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Usually That's the more type of friendship I'd like. Yeah, you, I'm with I'm okay you. with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, truth be like, I I like I I know that. I've probably earned the reputation as someone who is like open to that, and I think that I that, didn't know that about you at all. I, there's probably other people that we know who think that yeah, about me, yeah. um, because I've had sex with them. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that that it like I don't have that um, boundary, um, and I can f- flow back and forth between yeah. friend and intimacy in ways because I and because that's just kind of who I am. Yeah. Uh, I and, but I recognize that, that 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 not everyone can do that. Yeah. And so, um, wh- which do you ever find that uh, when you do hook up with someone, they are emotionally invested in you, and you're like, oh, let's just be oh friends. yeah, oh, and especially oh, so it was around the holidays where I started to finally be like, okay, I'm actually gonna be ready to put myself back out there, and all of a sudden, and this like, I mean, this is just never happened. It was like two really interesting guys. Um, in the same for like two weeks I was kind of seeing both of them and they were both so into me and it was just like I just can't um, (laughs) I don't want this I was like after like I met one guy in Grinder and he was like great and we but all of a sudden we hung out every day in a row and then at this we're arguing in a like a a car after a movie about feelings and I was like this is exactly not what I want you know and so um, um, I what I have not fully had is actualization in my career, and honestly, she's my boyfriend now. And you're now. blowing up right now. You're touring Things are going constantly. well. You're listed as like one of LA's top comedians. Uh, com- uh, to look comic out. to watch and for Time at, L- at, time at LA, yeah. um, which Amazing. is great. They called me Fearless and Reckless. And, and I, I like, feel that right. already. Yeah, totally. Go ahead. No, uh, well, we were, we were sort of talking about the idea that like you go out on the road. Yeah. And you like talk about your life, yeah. And you talk about your identity, which is solely made up of faggotry, yes. And but you're with playing <laughs> with something a yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about HIV, right? <laughs> <laughs> just just hop into it. I, I knew you totally forgot about that. Yeah, no, I was gonna say the fact that Meatball and I, when we perform, we're like it's like I, it's like a FUBU situation. Yeah, we're, we're like at gay in clubs. a gay bar, yes, playing for gay people, yes. and like all that. You don't get that. You know, it's so interesting because I am jealous of you guys for that. I it's think already, we're like, jealous of you it, for like, I want to be like you in know? front of straight people. That's so this is always greener. I, I want to be in front of straight people. I want to be in front of everyone. I want to be the biggest comic in the world. Yeah. I, I just, yes, I, I, come I, just on. Yes, I believe it. I believe it. And, 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 and I don't want to just drop the HIV thing and then, and then, and then have people think I'm kidding or whatever. I am HIV positive. Yes. I talk about <laughs> it on stage. Um, yeah, you can watch, you have your videos up on your yeah, Facebook. Yeah. And I'm actually going to stuff. put some new stuff up uh, uh, soon too, that, because I just, um, um, I started talking about it about I've been positive for almost as long as I've been doing comedy, which is um, a hilarious. Long time. So and hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's a good sign of progress that um, my uh, my career is is ten years and I still haven't been on television and, and yet I've been positive for ten years and I'm, st- <laughs> and I'm still raring to go. I'm still my face is still television ready. God damn it. Uh, but but so it was. But by but but so being gay, uh, being a gay comic already like niches you up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and being an HIV comic is I'm a, <laughs> I, I, you know I'm a singular entity. So um, what I but and through that, 
And here's the thing. Gay men do not normally go to stand-up comedy. Right. At all, and if they do, they're gonna go see a Women. Kathy Griffin, a Lisa Lampanelli, uh, like a you Amy know a, a body, Schumer. yeah, woman, and yeah. they can connect on that. They don't support gay men in in stand up comedy, and I don't know the reason. I have my theories, but one of the things is. I do believe gay men's facade is my ugly butt. <laughs> if I didn't have an ugly butt, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I just got to keep calling it the ugly butt tour. Um, <laughs> the ugly butt language. But, uh, but, but I think it's, I, 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 and I might be wrong, it's just my speculation, but I think uh, uh, gay men have worked so hard to build up their facades to be read down by another gay man with an ugly butt on stage in a comedic way is something that, wor- that, that worries them a little bit to like open up into the culture. Also, oh. they, if they're going to go out, you know, I, I think gay men, and I, if I'm going to go out, I don't want to go to a comedy show. I want to dance around drag queens and go-go boys. Right. You know, and that, that's... I don't. <laughs> well, but that's, that's your job. <laughs> right. You know, and so, but I, so I, so I don't know the answer to that, but as a result of not having this natural con- co- uh, constituency, you know, community that I get to perform with, like, why are lesbian comics huge? And they're, name the biggest gay male comic you can think of. I mean, it's a drag exactly. queen, right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, yeah, sure, queen. sure. They're gonna sure. Be it's like yeah. Bianca Del Rio. It's Bianca and, and, Trixie. Or... And, and Bianca, you know, I mean... Uh, They're Bian- drag queen. It's another category. It's, it's like a different thing. But yeah, thing. you're right. I don't know a gay comic. Like, oh, but, but maybe um, Andy Dick is right. That's the biggest gay comedian. But, but how about... The, but yes, but but there you go. You right. know, like, like <laughs> that, that was that's what our, we figured that's out. That's how we figured That's how we figured it out. Carrot Top? I'm pretty sure that he's just a straight up freak. Um, <laughs> he fucks himself with his props. Yeah. What do you, what's the someone who fucks a prop? Um, a prop Prop of amory. No, but I, I, I totally understand what you're, what so, you're saying. Yeah. And, 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 and the question is not a matter of, of, of humor. I, I can name, you know, I'll just, Guy Branham, Solomon Giorgio, Joel Kim Booster. Just yep, three those are the, the three people that I always see in LA. And they're amazing. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and to me, as a gay person, I'm like, yes, you're talking about my life. And I'm surprised that gay men don't want to see more of that. And I don't necessarily Do know why. In the I words think it's of Tony growing, Soto, though. don't you feel that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. What in the words saying? of Tony Soto, he was like, "I think a lot of gay people don't like watching other gay people be funny because in their minds they're funny too. Yeah. It's like they think that they're funnier than they are. And, and that, I, it's hard to find a funny gay person in L.A. Well, I also, <laughs> I mean, it's I also, fucking hard. I also think there's that the the reason that a lot of like a like a gay audience loves a drag queen is because it's not just when if they see you on stage, they're like, "Oh, that's just someone from the crowd who walked up on the stage and is right. being funny." Yeah. Like they don't see all the work behind what you right. do. But with the drag queen, it's like, "Oh, well, they had to put the wig on and the makeup and the hair and the and the, the and, and so they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to do that." So I'm going to celebrate the person who put all the sure, work in to do sure. that. But it's like, uh, like gay audiences like you know, famously love to judge people. Like yep. it's yeah. sort of like a thing. It's what we do. Like and the gay stereotype of like the bitchy queen who wants to be judgmental. Sure. So it's much easier to not, you know, d- like it's easier to do that within our own group of people. Yeah. So you're like comedy, big roll, like eye roll, okay, yawn, I'm not diva. going there. Well, yeah, exactly. And also a crowd of people who are being asked to not talk for an hour and a Woo! half. Ooh! You know, 
with drag, you know, you can talk. You don't have to listen. Yeah. You know, you just have to watch the lips move. Yeah. And um, I, th- I do Horn think. Or not move. I, I do it's think. Me. <laughs> Sometimes I Something's just moving. You know what? Something's through. always moving. Um, uh, I was told the last time I did Learn the Words that I'm getting better, but I really just need to stop moving and just address the audience every once in a while. Wait, talk about Learn the Words? Oh, Learn the Words is Tony, Shoto, uh, Tony Soto's um, great Let's Monday not night. Let's plug her more. I'm just kidding. I'm like, say Tony what you're Soto talking has about. An incredible and, show called Learn the Words, and yeah. it's at Akbar, and it's just a fun show where people in the audience get to lip sync like yeah. a drag queen for uh, people, and then there's I'm like horrible about, at it. There's like five people that go up. Anyway, at the end of it, you have to lip sync to a song that's chosen by someone else. It's yeah. kind of like drag roulette, but if you don't know it, the whole audience gets to scream. Yeah. Learn, Learn the words, bitch. And the cool thing about it is, it's not. There are some like queens who show up to do it, but it like you it's don't have to be. Not it's egalitarian. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And sorry. you can just go, and if on a whim, you can do it. But talking about Tony, we were talking about your podcast. Yes. So just to round out that conversation, Gay yes. Power Half Hour. Yes. You do it every week. Gay Power ha- Half Hour is done every week for the most part, and, and it's thirty um, minutes. It's thirty minutes. A half hour. Yeah, I love uh, a thirty minute. Uh, I just know my attention span is not necessarily much longer than that and so I know that I like to keep things <laughs> we're uh, right about 30 minutes no, 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 no. Oh, I can talk <laughs> oh, oh, I just, no, I'll talk to you we got two and a half hours I'm good I have nothing to do until later um, but I we're booked I, I'm just kidding <laughs> 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 we're gonna go yell at building manager in yeah. the ballet that's my <laughs> yeah. uh, well but so uh, before you, we wrap this up let me just plug my podcast but <laughs> it, it I, I love it because Tony, Tony and I, Tony has become through the course of this podcast my best friend. Oh, sick yeah. name! And we started as friends. We didn't know each other that well, but we had met in Chicago and we moved here at almost the exact same time into almost basically the same exact neighborhood. And so we just started hanging out more. And she met my friends. I met her friends. And I was like, oh, and it was just good. And and I will say, um, you're the same age. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I am. I. He, I think he was born in the seventies. <laughs> oh, he's got that good old seventies. Yeah, he's yeah. got. You can tell. You can tell by her, uh, the stylistic choices of clothes that she wears and hair um, and the lips. She's a seventies uh, uh, white woman from Cleveland. I think it, the Cleveland suburbs is what she wants. Um, anyway, the point is, is that uh, we we. I, it is definitely a podcast about our lives and it's topical. But what I, um, what what it really is, is I think it's this interesting exploration of gay friendship because in Hollywood, because being gay f- male friendship, I think is a hard thing. Does not exist. It's hard because, and especially between performers, the glare they just gave each other was adorable. <laughs> Worth the podcast. Um, but uh, uh, Tony is blocked emotionally because of his upbringing and he's done a lot of work on it and I am so proud of him but it involved and I am really annoying and have to talk about everything that's going on and um, have like serious attention needs and like that is part of my damage and our damage is very different but it's all based in the same homophobia and heteronormative society that we grew up in and then you put on top of that the pressures of being in Hollywood and those inherent competitions and then so you have what I didn't realize until like a year year and a half after we were doing the had been doing the show that I was like we we 
are ma- developing and managing a best friendship. It's the best relationship I've ever had, and it's we're really working it out. So if you actually give the podcast a long listen, you're gonna laugh a lot and be fucking. You're, you're gonna hear some really problematic things. Yeah, um, for sure, for Queen. sure. But you are also going to watch this like friendship develop, and and over time, honestly, I we're better than we've ever been. We're both better. We're better separately. We're better together. And the and the podcast is is very funny. I'm Come very on, I'm very yes. proud of the podcast. It it's is a lovely. very funny podcast. Yeah, I'm very enjoy it a lot. That's amazing. I've had gay men say, "I don't have, I don't have best, I don't have a gay best friend." And you guys are my gayest best friends. I feel that sometimes, but I also think I spend a lot of time like when I'm doing my makeup, I can't listen to music. I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So yours Same. is a great one that's like Thanks. thirty minutes, and oh, I can yeah. put it on and listen to it. So I feel like I know you guys better, but I also do feel like, like I just know you. Yeah. And it's just so interesting the shit that you guys talk about. What well, you know? What I am a very open person. Yeah, and, and I think I appreciate that. And a lot of people on their podcasts aren't as open, or like a lot of things I listen to, it's very shut down and they're secretive about their sure. lives. But like I know every detail of you and Tony's and, lives. And and then what? And Tony actually had I. Here's what I love about Tony Soto. Tony and I come from very different places. I come from like uh, New England suburbs, you know, and um, uh, you can smell the ocean salt in the air. <laughs> Lovely. And Tony comes White. from White the middle money. of um, Illinois. And uh, has has both immigrant experience and like white trash experience, yeah. <laughs> uh, and was gay as all the kingdom come from the minute she started mm-hmm. to talk. And and I was he told me he was like I don't even know the first person I came out to. I honestly don't remember. I just was me. And I've taken I've been everywhere with Tony and in places where I can sense my like my fear coming up and I'll play and I'll you know straighten it mm-hmm. up because I don't I get scared. And Tony just will walk into that same situation and plop down and be like Hey honey what you doing? Yeah. And I'm like we're we're in country redneck Weedville where Murder Mountain happened on the Netflix. Like, oh, you can't be so you. And he just can't not be him. And yeah. I respect the fuck out of that. I've actually learned that from him, too, because, like, now that I'm traveling more and, like, going to places like Nashville yeah. and, like, Kentucky and these cities that are a little not as gay friendly or they're friendly like, to can you just people. catch the Uber in full geese? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, and I've learned that like I don't think as many people care about it as I care about. Well, the we're fact all that up I'm in our in heads, yeah. but also because you know, I mean, we 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 were ra- we were raised to be up in our heads. Right. We were raised to second guess everything. At least at least I was in this society, not necessarily I was. For my I parents was raised to judge every move I to made. Judge every for move I made because I knew every gay. move. I I I really think about this like the 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 ten year old me before I um was beaten down by like being called a faggot and recognizing the reasons that that I was, I was like, I'm going to remove all of that because yep. I don't really know what that is, but I know that that's bad. Yeah. And I know that that involves me spinning around to Disney musicals mm-hmm. on the regular. That you know? involves me standing with like my hands limp wristed like this. Yeah. Which I, mean, I still, I do now as an adult. I have resting teapot body. Oh, like, I've, uh, I've, 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 I've spoken my ass yeah. out. Yeah, attitude sure. and a gesture. Absolutely. And, and, and now I'm like, I like, you know, some people um, will come out and they'll have been like bros in, 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 in high school or something like that. And then their friends will be like, I don't have a problem with it. I've like had guys t- tell me this, but then like all of a sudden he's acting so gay and it's like, why has he got to act so gay? Like, isn't that, th-? and I'm like, I don't know, maybe the mask was the bro thing, yeah. bro, right. you know? So like, who is he? But also you find this balance and, and then you, you have to learn how to be gay and then you watch what gay uh, means and um, you know, there's a lot, remember the whole uh, white 
gay men calling everyone tranny, 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 and no one even thought about it at all. You know, and that's and that's that's because we're learning how to be this identity through entertainment, and so that's a problematic way to learn your identity instead of just like you know love from your youth. Point of that. Oh, sorry. I'm no, uh, I mean, from your yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but so uh, I don't even remember what I was talking. What we were talking about? Uh, uh, I think you were letting us know you were dating women. Oh, <laughs> did you date women? <laughs> I did. I I the I did in in high school. Um, and I apologize to Kate <laughs> for all of the terrible, the weird. Call in, Kate. The weird, Kate. Kate, call in. Kate, email us at uh, uh, Sloppy Seconds Pod <laughs> I'm sure at she's Gmail. Listening and let us know everything with her kids. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> Uh, but you just hate kids. I hate you kids. hate kids. Well, it's where they come from, not where not them themselves. Brett doesn't have but kids. the point. Uh, 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 but then I, the first woman I came out to, I ended up dating for like six months. She After was by. You came out? Yeah, sickening. I was I was by sure, um, and that was interesting. But I love. She's still like a great friend. She's married to a woman now. I'm gay. As uh, you know, I'm gay. Huh. I'm gay. I'm the gayest <laughs> HIV positive comedian in America. I'm, and uh, I mean, and that is fact. You can't say that. That is fact. Wait. So I have a it question. Me we, so we talked about the idea of um, you playing to straight audiences. That, oh, like yeah. gay people don't come out. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, I listen to Nicole Byers' podcast. Why won't you date me? Mm-hmm. A lot, and she talks about how like like dumpsters of straight men like, get fucked all the time after shows by like hot women just because they're funny yeah. and she's like I don't get any dick after my shows blah 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 what's your chuckle fucker situation well honestly because gay men don't really come to shows that often I don't really have you a, just go to the intense... van the Vanna spas it, later it ha- <laughs> it, um, I'm actually just like uh, uh, as I was I was wearing a cape one night and I was joking to my friends I live 204 twirls of a cape from Flex. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, uh, no, I, I, um, I, 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 my chuckle fucker situation. Sometimes I guess sometimes it happens, but it doesn't happen as much because again, um, it's not really. It's usually straight audiences, and there's always some like. I mean, there's always a drunken straight guy who gets a little too close and makes things interesting, you know. But like, oh, they just that. they just want to feel close to it. They want to feel that energy it. and then run away. You're like, oh, you're and I don't knee wanna... bumped against my, my knee. Breast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> breast. Because my, it fell my on the floor. Off the floor. <laughs> you're like, oh, my boob <laughs> flew across the room and That's shattered. So uh, Ew, wait, your hands could... on my breast. I'm handing it back, back. to you. <laughs> Ooh, do you like how squishy it is? No, no, no. They broke. <laughs> Can you talk about I they threw broke? threw them out. They're just the, the silicone titties that are super expensive because they're silicone, but they are not made for drag they're made for women who have like mastectomies or whatever uh, so they're not they're made like, for you to jump like and do a belly flop they're on not the made stage. to like hit the ground right have you seen a video of that woman with the huge breast smashing watermelons yeah have you seen the video of mary cherry doing that with just her normal size <laughs> yeah. yeah she smashes a can and then she squirts milk at you at the end and gives you a wink breasts 
<laughs> They're amazing. Are you interested in breasts? I mean, no, I'm like full on gay. I, <laughs> you know, I mean, sure, I'm bisexual. I had women, I had sex with women uh, like 13 to 14 Sh- years ago. Sure, I'm bisexual. Sure. I feel say, like, I was thinking about this, like the hardest part about being bisexual for me is telling straight women that I'm HIV positive. Um, oh my God. Because it's hard enough with gay men. I'm you sure. know, I'm at, and, but that, that's at least in do our you, wheelhouse. Do, do you, right, is it still, you know? I mean, for me, I don't think about it anymore with prep being a thing, yeah. but is it still like a huge stigma? I'll tell you the real thing. Give me here. the real oh, tea, the real diva. Tea Barely on, this. on your this really uh, grinds my gears or whatever. I, because of prep, okay, so this is by no means going to become an anti-sex or an anti-prep thing, but I, what I will say is just facts, that prep is now meaning a lot of people do not want to wear condoms in the gay community because they're not as scared about getting HIV. Right. And yes. so people, all, and now all the porn is condomless so everyone's like breeding, you know, breeding. Everyone's into breeding. Everyone's Everyone into breeding, breeding and love juice all over. And they love to shoot. Love um, juice. But what that means is that other STDs are going yeah. through yeah. the roof. Through the roof. And so now I'm like, I don't want to go to the clinic all the time. So I actually. I like to wear condoms because it makes me feel, um, which is funny now, uh, because it makes me feel um, <laughs> a little late. It just in the me, game, it, but it feels, yeah. <laughs> you missed your window, yeah. gal. You can get it twice. Um, <laughs> you know, but here's the thing. So I'm undetectable, and I don't think I need to educate your audience. I'm sure they're very hip to the jive. But, but that it's means, always good to hear. So yeah. I, you know, I take a pill a day, um, and uh, it's delicious, and I'm gonna live. Uh, forever. Um, Unless you get on the back of uh, Meatball's motorcycle. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or until the rising tides consume us all. Yeah. Um, but, 2030, apparently. And undetectable <laughs> means that you cannot pass on any sort of it's the, any dis- sort of whiff yes, of the virus. It's actually, this is a statistic that's real. You, uh, If you have sex with a condom with someone whose status you do not know, you're more likely to get HIV than having sex with someone who's HIV positive and undetectable and as raw as the day you were born. Raw People are not gonna dog. like hearing that. But it's but, but it's, it's true. true. It's true. But they just I don't think that the people are gonna be able but to what process you, but the But it's fact real. That, what yeah. you will get without a condom is is chlamydia. Snuffleupagus, snuffleupagus, crabs. But so crabs, the, the, diva, the point your of, favorite. Yeah, oh, but baby, condoms, I love con- them with a little butter sauce. Con- <laughs> condoms ain't gonna stop the crabs from coming along. Um, but the only thing that I was gonna say about that is now guys will not want to have sex with me if I want to use a condom, and they're Wait, negative. What? And I'm like, progress, sure, but also like this is so um, w- w- this is so backwards and also, the, I was joking about this before especially before prep like really took off, it was like, I earned the right <laughs> I put in the work oh to have sex God. without a condom, okay <laughs> you know, I've got, I've got I've overcome a lot of shame and stigma and like questionable choices in my life to get to the point where I, you know, and I put, the, put up with all this and now a willy nilly every 23 year old is just like fuck me right fuck me, now bury- <laughs> it's like, all right, queen, all right. And so, but, so, but, um. And you're like, I want to wear a condom because I'm not trying to get fucking I'm not chlamydia. trying to get the chlamydia. <laughs> and in the big cities, it's just, it really is just outrageous. And so, um, so, uh, uh, the, the, you were asking about like stigma with HIV. It still exists. There's still people, mm-hmm. especially if I'm on the road in like some town that's oh, yeah. less, uh, enlightened, people will say no. And people will still say no. Or, or people will say, oh, hey, I'm not on prep. And I'm like, well, I'm undetectable. So it's actually fine. And yeah. they're like, but, I, but look, I get it. All gay men of a certain age, which is all of us at this point, have the, the trauma of the HIV. We have the generational trauma of the HIV epidemic yeah. inside of us. Right. And I'm not saying that I, uh, that um, um, the one good thing, nope, 
there's a lot of good things <laughs> that have come from there's a lot of good things that have come from from my struggle with my status. Um, and but one very clear thing is, I stopped being scared of getting HIV a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I think we all, especially before prep, you know, and we were around before it. Yeah. No matter how, what. <laughs> Diapers you guys are wearing right now to pretend you're babies. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, weird facts <laughs> uh, that 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 it that exists in your head. I know, like you know, guys who are like 45 who are married and are still terrified of getting HIV. You know, and they're allegedly monogamous. And um, <sighs> but it's just like so it just exists in you. So I so having overcome that, and finally, you know, th- and through comedy, I process a lot of this through comedy. Um, through that, I've gotten stronger, and now I'm just like I don't give a fuck about anything. So I feel like really uh, like fearless and powerful. I'm not scared of uh, sex. I don't have the same shame, and and so now I mean th- there there is this you know this 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 point at some point where I'm like I'm actually proud of my HIV status, right. you know, which yeah. is like a problematic thing for people to say. Sure, but also it's your thing to say. It's yeah. your you. fucking life. You can you can have the best perspective you can have. Yeah. And that's an amazing realization to get full circle to go from something that I'm sure when you first found out oh, yeah. was really challenging to, to deal with. And yeah. to the fact that you can say, I'm proud of the person I've become because of this life experience. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, and on we're that, gonna we're going to take a, a break. little break. That was good. Yeah. Bye, you fucks. This is fun. Yeah. We're going to get, there's more to come. Okay, we're back. Meeple? We're back! Now we have our uh, our two back-to-back segments for the second half Yay. of the show. And our first segment is Food, food break. break. So uh, I got us snacks from my favorite place. Mm. Donut friend. Vegan donuts. Oh yum. Yeah. So here we have the creme brulee. Oh no, that's not the creme brulee. That's the stuff that's just the stuffed donut. That one's chocolate. This one's green tea. And this one is Cocoa Crunch. Cocoa Crunch? Or something crispy, crunch. Crispy, thrice crispy crunch. It's I like want a, that fudge one, girl. Okay, get the fudge. I think I want to try the green tea one. Do Go you for have a brand for me? Who's got, you use Purell. Would you? Oh, I used oh, it because it was there. outside. Oh, I'll I was going to say, well, or a knife. Do you see one? Maybe she didn't a... touch it with her lips, just her hand. <laughs> I will kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like we should break them. So that we can. Um, what are you like a sweet, uh, uh, like a savory? I meatball my... apparently hates sweets, which I had no idea. About. Oh, really? Then why yeah. is your favorite place a donut shop? Lately, I've been. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Just pause. Yeah. <laughs> Lately, I've been smoking a lot of weed. Oh, what? Instead of drinking. Oh, so um, I can get more work done. So, but I also, it makes me crave sweets. Yeah. I, the only way that I can, because I have a, uh, I have a, a weed. I uh, literally love. hate it. Ugh. <laughs> what I'm doing? Anyway, sorry. Continue. I have a, I have a love <laughs> of weed and a love of like eating a lot of chips at the end of the night. So I just can't keep it around the old house. The weed or the chips? No, the chips. The oh. weed. With, uh, why would? What kind of chips? Crazy. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, if Golly. I'm in my 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 like just like decadent, it's just like salt and vinegar, like kettle chips. Like, do they the like dump. scrape up your mouth? Absolutely. What I love is a little the deal? Pain. Also, sour patch kids and my other. That's my real vice. Oh. And that, if you eat a bag of that, you your know, whole mouth. Your whole mouth, and it's it's um, it's you have it's to fine. eat and talk 
You're like ideally. Our, our audience loves it when we're. I real. haven't had a sweet in a in like this in a long time. So oh, yeah, your body. I'm doing it like for body. you guys. I'm doing it for you guys. They're Just vegan. Bite. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm having the green tea one. I was like, that's the healthiest one, loser. Are you like? Do, are you doing like a meal plan? Um, I just. Um, hold on. I'll tell you all. No, mm. this is just the whole point. Challenging, you have to talk through it. <laughs> oh, this is actually this is actually quite good. Um, you can really Thanks, taste. Donut you friend. can really taste the tea for the two. <laughs> What's yeah, just the eat tea? the topping. Donut friend, um, you're turning me into a donut fiend. Wow. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, one not letter. you. <laughs> Took friend. one letter out. Look, it's all yeah. Yeah, that's, it's like all that's, melted. That's that's oh, here's that's, more that's called a uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, wordplay, and wordplay is the basis of gay humor throughout history. Mm. So what are you doing for your body? I go out, so I started <laughs> doing yoga during my breakup, and oh. um, I did it because a friend was like, "Just come," and I was like, "Sure, sure, 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 sure." And um, I was like, I got like a seven day free pass, and I was like, "Okay, if I go like three times out of seven days, that means maybe I'll get because I, I want to do it." I did it like I did six days. I cried <laughs> three days uh, uh, in the class in savasana, not like weeping, but like you know enough. Enough to that I was like, okay, one, this is a thing. Two, I'm embarrassed. Three, um, like you just get a, it, just beats you down. And so, is Savasana the, the part where you just lay there? You lay there, but it's also the part where you've done all the that's work is all over. The stuff to your body is that's like, the biggest scam in a yoga class. They're like, and now for the last 15 minutes of my I don't know, it was my favorite part of the lay, whole yeah. day when I used if, to do hot yoga. Th- but it's if you're crying after something, you're being affected by it somehow. And it was cathartic tears, you know, because I was just okay. going through it. My head, it was just Fuck going through my it. yoga. Yeah, just well, no, no, no. But maybe were you when do you do yoga? Can you touch Are you your going toes? through a, br- a breakup? I can if I bend my knees. You're quite limber. You're quite nimble. That's for sure. He's a dancer. I know. Thanks, gal. Um, okay, so yoga's your thing, so, and salt and vinegar chips. But but the, but the, but, we we at, but like so, um, you asked if I was on a meal plan. So, but through <laughs> through yoga, drag her. I did through yoga. I was on. Um, uh, I I just saw my body start to change in a way that I've always wanted it to because I was started doing it like really regularly, and all of a sudden I could <laughs> stand up straight, which I'd never been able to do. All of a sudden I knew where my like my my where certain parts of my body were supposed to like be and stuff, and I could feel it better. And so uh, all of a sudden I just started to pay more attention to. My my body, and then I would realize that by eating this f- bag of chips at the end of the night, I would wake up feeling like fucking shit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. And so I, I it just, all of this kind of like came, came together. Therapy also helped in this past year as well. So I'm talking about a holistic meal plan um, for yeah, your like mind my and your body. Meal plan was like, therapy and and we, then I just stopped just and I just stopped and then I just stopped show. eating when as we, much. Why did we bring him? Because I, I saw know. results <laughs> and I like wanted the results to happen. Like I love how he's his life and just like it's fine. I guess. But he's like really living well, so we, well, I also have a, we need some. I, did, I also have a here. disease in my blood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying to manage that. You know, and I've smoked. I've had smoking and drinking for a lot to cope with that disease. So for the last have you like years. cut your drinking? I've no, I've cut my drinking except for this last weekend when <laughs> I was like. At three parties, four days in a row. It yeah. was fine. In the elevator, you were like, oh, oh I got God. tequila farts. Yeah, I'm bad today. But I've noticed that, like, I <laughs> when I cut down my drinking, I do, like, I mean, my body just feels better. I'm not always Absolutely. exhausted. Absolutely. Um, I eat vegan donuts now all the time, so I'm really well, living my healthiest life. But so I, just because they're vegan doesn't mean that they're healthy. Oh, I absolutely know that. Okay, yeah. aggression. One hundred percent positive. I, most of the vegan stuff I've been like making, I realize I'm like, oh, there's more butter in this. Yeah, than, right. like normal. Like stuff. meth is vegan. Yeah, Oreos are vegan. Just because it's vegan, vegan. Where is that campaign? Vegan meth. Meth is vegan. Yeah, meth is vegan, honey. Well, speaking about meth, this is bringing us to our next segment. Oh, now we do meth? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually what it's called. Now meth, we do meth. Meth mouth. No. Now, welcome to that. Fuck talk. talk. Where mm. you tell us a very embarrassing or strange sex story, and then we try to top it with one of our own. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he might try to top you. <laughs> That's right. Should, so, so just should I should I take Anything. should I take the trump card out, which is the time I got HIV? Yeah, I think we talked about <laughs> that. I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I had a really like a weird one or a funny one. We like funny. weird. We like weird and but funny. funny. Whatever you wanted to. I'm share. trying to, t- to say if I if I want to look dumb or if I want other people to look dumb in this scenario. But um, um, I, I I get. My mom won't listen to this. The first time that I uh, went that to she's our number one a fan, sex club, long story short, um, I was having fun. I was very cute. This was uh, <laughs> when I first moved to San Francisco. I was I moved to San Francisco and I just wanted to be gay. I, w- I worked for a, a, a porn company um, behind the scenes. What? I went from Hillary Clinton to porn. Uh, porn, real quick. Kink. Ma- wait, lateral were you at move. The dungeon. I was. We filmed at the dungeon, but I was with um, Treasure Island Media. Oh. <gasps> Not a condom in goddamn sight. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, my relationship with them is is still. I mean, I love them so much. Uh, they gave me a better education about life and like fucking just the first six months than anything I'd gotten. You know, like real, real. And it was, but it was intense. And, and I, but I knew at the time I was like, I got to make a left turn because I don't want to do the shit that everyone's been wanting me to do. And then I took a real hard left turn. And there are consequences, but I'm better for the whole thing. Point is, I went to the sex club, <laughs> and I didn't know what poppers were. I knew what they were, mm-hmm. but I didn't know. I like. I was also. I was. I'm sure I was drunk and all this stuff. So I'm like, you know, in this like kind of like writhing group of like at like a glory hole club kind of thing. And like I'm like, um, uh, someone hands me up a bottle oh, of no. what I think is poppers, and I, of what I don't know. And so I drink, drink it. it. Oh no! Stop. And then so instantly realized what happened. Like came to instantly. It was like oh fuck. And I then um, went into the corner and just threw up in a bathhouse. So um, that was Did not you, fun. When you tasted it, were you like oh this is poppers, or you didn't know it, what poppers instantly? Were? I, I was like that's that that's that's what that is. You know, like I just—I just, I don't so think crazy. I'd seen—I see, don't had them in my hand up until that point. Haven't let, haven't let them out since. But uh, <laughs> you're like, I got a holster you right here from my shop. That but good it, old double Scorpio. My fridge is full of poppers. If you just want to walk over and grab a couple, yeah. double Scorpio gave me too many. Mm. You're excluded. Double, double Scorpio. Scorpio. Double Scorpio. You know them? No, but. But it's their amazing poppers. They're like, they're like they? different flavors. They're like, an, uh, they're like an independent artisanal. They're like taking over the game. Yeah. I lo- oh, maybe I mean, it was in San Francisco recently, and someone was like, "They're artisanal." So that's what oh, it must probably, be. There. It's and definitely them. It, I was like, "Fuck you, San Francisco!" No, and artisanal, either, goddamn like, fucking poppers. And then I was like, "Woo!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they're yeah. better than everything. All right, cool. remi- that reminds me of this one time I um. I was staying with a friend when I was in New York, but he had left the house. But like, I wanted to have someone to come over and hook up with, but I didn't want um, the person to know. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, "You're in your friend's house, and you don't want to fuck oh, in your friend's yeah, bed." Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And so I was like, "He'll come over, and like, we'll just hook up on the sofa. It'll be quick, and then like, he'll leave." But I was, I, I was using poppers at the time, and so I had the poppers like on the sofa next to us. He comes over, he's hot, everything's fine. We're making out, we're going at it. We start to fuck. I like open the poppers and do it, and then just set it down on the the cushion. You didn't cap it. Didn't put the cap back. Oh uh, yeah, that's problem. When you spill poppers yeah. on a sofa, the whole fucking room reeks. Yeah. The, for the rest of the stay. Imagine I was what so it did to my insides. Oh Jesus. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your insides were 
on the Did side of the cup. Did you feel sick beyond just throwing up in that I moment? I was sick. I was sick for, for the night. I woke up fine and my throat hurt, but, you know, column A, yeah, column B on that one. Yeah, because that shit burns. That's what happens after a sex club anyways. Yeah. No, it burned. It was bad. I mean, it's poison. I mean, it's it's chemicals. <laughs> it's poison. It's chemical poison. I was pretty scared. I was pretty scared about that. Did you call the CDC? No. I went to my porn boss and he was like, you're dumb, but you're fine. And he's seen it all. He says he fisted Foucault, so, you know. Um, Wait, what? My porn boss uh, uh, I know says, what fisting is. He says he's never read Foucault. He just uh, uh, Foucault oh. is a is a is a <laughs> is like, a French is a French philosopher, but he's a queer <laughs> okay. but queer theorist. Don't and bring he's, that he's, on he's, this he's podcast. He's integral to postmodern philosophy. God damn it! If this isn't a podcast about, but um, <laughs> he said he absorbed. He never read the books, but he absorbed all <laughs> his knowledge through fisting him. Anyway, Ew, uh, um, that's that was who I went to to see if the poppers were going to hurt me. And he said, "You're he all said, right, no. Dave." He said, "You're fine." Um, so there was this guy who I I may have told you about this, but I would go suck his dick, and I I'm trying to remember where I even met him. Probably on an app, but could have been. This has been an ongoing relationship, so it could have been Craigslist before it got shut down. Ugh, the good old days. Is Craigslist completely shut down in that department? In yeah, that in the department, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's done. Yeah, yeah. So now there's a new website called Double List, which okay. is was created specifically. Off of the Craigslist scenario, Craig is a notorious homophobe, and there's only they're like, but Angie's an ally, but uh, <laughs> no, she's not. Yeah. I know, I know. Emily's an ally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But so this guy, I would basically go to his house, and it, for, the first time I went to his house, I didn't know if he was like out or gay, uh-huh. and I like I sucked his dick in his garage, and there was like a motorcycle in there, and like whatever, like it felt. I like love a, my motorcycle. It felt like a family home. You have a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I said that earlier. Dangerous. Uh, and so I just want to feel the wind in my wig. I get it. I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure if he was like straight and just like playing with fire, having me over to his garage or whatever. And then later in like texting, he made it clear that he had a husband, but okay. like, and they were like open, but not like. Whatever, he had a family staying in the house, so he was like, the garage is the only place I can really host, and he would never come over. I was like, you can just come by my place, and he right. was like, no, you just come over here. So then he said, would you be open to like having a threesome with me and my husband? And uh-huh. he like sent me a photo of his husband, his husband was handsome, and I went to their house to like hook up with them, and the hu- I just like, in person, the husband was like, so, just like, not it. Like not it for me. Like oh, not. Got it, got like it, got it, it just it. wasn't. Was he into it though? Was he? Right? The husband was extremely into okay, it. Okay. And like, like oh, the God. guy who I was hooking up with has like a great dick that I enjoy sucking, and uh-huh. like you know he would be aggressive with me and all of that was great. And then the husband was like, like had a not so great dick and like a really overgrown bush for some reason, and like I like that. But not like when you're choking on the hair. You like that? Ew, how small was I, his dick? So the ratio to overgrown bush and dick size. You feel like if you trim it down, it looks bigger. Yeah. But I mean, maybe he, maybe the husband likes it. Yeah, who you know, knows? Maybe, maybe he's just it. not getting laid. And, and also that's why he, he's using you. This husband. And the, that mouth. The partner was like really like passive. <laughs> like obviously in the relationship, he was the bottom. And uh-huh. uh, not to say that, you know, all bottoms are passive, but their dynamic was clearly that. And the guy who, who I had started things off made it very clear that he was was the top. Uh-huh. And so that the whole scenario I was kind of like, oh god, like I was sort of like haphazardly with my other hand like fiddling with the husband while yeah. I was really trying to engage with the one guy. And then 
he is nonstop being like, my husband really wants you to come back over. And I was like, it was bad. Like, I wasn't into it. Like, I just like, That's you know, so the idea of like That's not being so able to read weird. the room. If you can't fucking feel the energy of the other person. I mean, I, I don't, you yeah. don't need to be an extreme empath to right. know that this is shitty yeah. sex. Yeah. <laughs> you just fucking, it's crazy I was like, to me. This was shitty. And I like got him off quickly so I could like focus on the reason that I came. It, which was that dick. The other guy's dick. Well, it was probably, it probably had something to do with the, this was probably like maybe them towing the water into it and so as a result like it was hot for them because it was a step in the direction yeah, that they want to be. I was like be. ew whatever this I mean, then sucks. Also like but like you know you don't need them. No of course not. <laughs> I didn't go as I like yeah, I go yeah, yeah. like that's dating my them. that's my only sex that yeah, I do yeah, 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 but yeah. I just thought it was so interesting I was like golly. I am so Happy that I, I've gotten to the point now where I have had so much like uncomfortable pity sex in my life. <laughs> All right, hold on. Oh, you know, but like same. someone shows up and you're like, well, you made the effort to come here. I yeah, guess I got to do it. You don't look like your picture. Yeah, and you're yeah. very oh. different. And you don't have Shrek. the confidence at the point to say Shrek. no, and you get and you're scared and all this stuff. Or you're like already convinced yourself you're ready to have sex and you're like halfway there that you're yeah. like, well, what am I come. not gonna have sex? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I send him home and just jerk off. I mean, the body is here. At this point, I mean, it is. Well, but the other thing is like, I mean, another thing that I've had to uh, just learn just through through waiting around coming there there needs to be a button on your body that you can just push to come yeah. you know so it's like you know what, I got shit to do but or I could spend three hours uh, on the apps trying to uh, trying to get a trying dick to get over a here dick, and just really you know, wasting time and just have time. like awkward sex and come in the same way or I could just do it over here you know but or I could just press this button and just and it shoot just, a loot just go you could hit it three times in a row if you need you know five <laughs> times too many it hurts but um, <laughs> it's just to get things done and that's I how just, you get a cow but this is just it's a, and I and it's again it's taken years where it's like I know I think it's 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 the unique damage of the homosexual male where we um, um, crave the physical attention of another for for a sense of validation, even at a deep level in various ways. And so we we put ourselves out there in ways that that Poly-fi. normal people will not. Right, exactly. Um, but you know they're all fucked up too. I was just hanging out with good friends who are in a uh, pretty open relationship for a straight married couple and they're having major issues with like using sex as a weapon to hurt and I'm like yeah married people who hook up with other people are gonna bring drama yeah. and you have to know that it doesn't mean that it that they're not gonna work through that but like you know I, when I have sex that I want art I don't want drama I yeah <laughs> no more drama Mary J yeah do you have a sex story meatballs do I have a sex story <laughs> wrecking my brain wrecking my brain now that I'm in a relationship it's always just sex and I don't think he wants me to talk about it. So I'll tell you a fun little story yeah. about the uh, maybe like two times ago when I was in Palm Springs. Oh yeah, this has something kind of to do with what you were saying. But this guy was like, "Yeah, come on over to my house." Anyway, I was on an app. This Love was long ago because I still had the app, yeah. Steva, and it was Palm Springs. This guy was hot. He was attractive. He was like, "I have a house out in Palm Springs." We had been talking like all day. I was there for my friend's birthday, and I was like, "Yeah, tonight, um, I'll just head on over." And so <laughs> I. Go over there. You douche and, and you win I over. Didn't douche. So we get over there and he's out in front of his the kids don't like to douche these days. Uh, and it's and it's the kids. I wasn't gonna bottom, Diva. Oh, okay. the, the kids are becoming worse gays. Yeah. <laughs> Clean your holes, Clean children. Your hole. 101. Okay. No, so I go over there and he's standing out in front of the house and he was like, Come come with me. Come with me. And I was like, What's going on? Been and there. he took me around to the side of the house yes, and like had a chair set up uh. and then like got down and was like, sit and like started to blow me. And I was like, What is 
Uh, outside on a chair? Ha- ha- yeah, and I was like, what are we, can we not go inside? I don't want to be outside, like on the side of your house with like a closed gate. And he's like, oh, my husband's inside. And I was like, oh, um, no, I'm done. Because I was like, at any minute he can walk out here and I could just be me getting beat the fuck up or something. Right. I didn't know what yeah. was going on. But that was wild. God, are we all just horrible? We're just like fucking married people. <laughs> well, we're like, it's gay well, marriage. It's not- it doesn't matter. Well, I didn't so know it's but it is gay marriage too in Palm Springs. I'm sure he's done Palm worse, Springs especially if he's marriage. like had it set up a new. He had a chair. Yeah, That's the and the husband's like, "What's chair? that chair for?" He's like, "I don't know, sitting I don't and thinking." Know. Why is that chair got a poo stain? Did someone not the Pondering. poo stain. Well, listen, we made it to the end of the show. Um, I've had a great time. Thank you so much for being here. Where I'm, can uh, people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me. Just Google Casey Lie L E Y, or don't use Google if you Why is fear it lie the beast. When it's spelled like lay. It's German. Ah. And so recently, <laughs> remember cuck fuck um, German. German. I'm reading this book on the Third Reich. Don't tell me how it ends. And um, <laughs> she's not. Fucking well. They, uh, uh, I found there's a, a really high up Nazi um, with my last name, and so most everyone I've ever you met can't have that in last America, name in that nose, Diva. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Italian, and that doesn't let me off the hook in this scenario at all. Uh, but uh, 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 what I was going to say, but he's the only person I've ever heard who pronounces the last name the way that my family does. Yeah. And I was joking. I was like, this is why I don't want to do ancestry.com. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Yeah, oh because that's god. not the story you ever hear on the like on the like. Commercial. Commercial. Oh yeah! Like, oh yeah! My uh, uncle yeah. was uh, anyway, from Bulgaria, you know, and he 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 invented the Bellini, you know, <laughs> and like and it was like mine was a literal Nazi high up too. <laughs> but anyway, no, he was good at his job for what his job was. But you, you so he was a doctor. He was a great doctor. <laughs> he was a doctor, Robert Lye. It's real, but oh he's not. Our, he's not part of our family. He's not like oh. it's just it's, uh, it's just a German was, last yeah. name. Jeez. So uh, Casey L E Y. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, and then you can uh, listen to the Gay Power Half Hour and find that on iTunes or any podcast app that you want to podcast your apps on. What's the average amount of times you can shart in a year? Um, uh, with your the way you live your life? Yeah. Weekly? I, you I don't know. Shart. <laughs> anyway, I'm Meatball, and you can find me at Spiciest Meatball or on my Twitter, which is Fat Drag Meatball, because Spiciest Meatball was taken. Uh, also, I am now doing cameos. They are $100 <laughs> because I don't want to do them, but if you want to pay me $100 to do them, I will. Same. Thank you. Um, I'm Big Dipper Jelly, and you can follow our podcast at Sloppy Pod on Instagram. And, and email us questions at Sloppy Seconds Pod at gmail.com. Correct. And uh, make sure to subscribe uh, so you get new episodes every Friday. We did it. We did it. Oh my God, two episodes. Thanks, Casey. Thank you. I had so much fun. Okay, bye. I had fun. Bye. Bye. Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche. Our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.